Welcome to 7 Minutes in NYC, your seven-day-a-week NYC capsule cast where the coolest New Yorkers give you the real deal about the city that never sleeps in less time than it takes to butter your bagel. Hosted by Alex Mito of Superfine Art Fair. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to 7 Minutes in New York City. My name is Alex Mito, and I'm here today with none other than Nick Walker. Nick is a 10-year Broadway veteran who played Aaron Burr in Hamilton. He's currently starring in Ain't Too Proud, The Temptations musical. He's also a writer of screenplays, plays, everything else, and an NYU grad married for five years living here in New York City. Nick, it's a pleasure to have you here. Thank you for joining us. Pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. It is my pleasure. So we have a little tradition on this show. We ask all of our guests, and the question is, what is your favorite corner in New York City and why? Oh, that's actually pretty easy. I have it's a tie. It's going to be a tie for me. Um, now, when you just to be clear, when you say New York City, are you talking New York City proper, or like Manhattan, like Manhattan, or just New York Alburn? City? All amazing. So, number one, Gantry Park in Long Island City, Gantry Park, and specifically the Queens Public Library. Um, it is that view of the East River is is unbeatable. Um, whenever I need to just like zone out, go read, go write, whatever, that's where I'm going. It's truly just such an amazing, amazing place. Um, and this is it's that I would also say Bopst library down in my alma mater. Um, and my big library guy. So libraries yeah, yeah. get points, but, but Bopst library, I, I literally, uh, when they asked me to come back and teach over the pandemic, um, I was like, I will do this do I get access to Bope's library again? And they were like, yes. And I was like, thank God. Um, so yeah, those are the two. I'd say Queens Public and Bopst are my favorite two corners. I, I love it. I love that you invoked libraries because that's actually a first for the show. And I think that's really cool. Yeah, no, oh I mean, God, you wouldn't yeah. believe it, but it's a first, but I love the idea. And I also like, uh, was it Gantry Park? In, it's in Long Island City, correct? Or, yep. Yeah, it's right where the, it's the, right where the Pepsi Cola sign is. Yep. Yeah. So guys, if you can't find it, just look for that giant Pepsi Cola sign that you see on the from the FDR and you'll find it. So it's a beautiful spot to see the city from. I love it. Thank you, Nick. So Nick, tell us, what was it like working on Hamilton in such a pivotal role and working with Lin-Manuel and just the whole process? Tell me what that was like for you. What did it feel like? You know, it's pretty incredible. I think I think when you have a show, you know, so I came into the show um, right after the Tony Awards. Um, and so it was this kind of transitional time where, you know, Lynn was about to leave, Leslie was about to leave, um, others were staying a little longer. Um, but I, you know, I, I had done plays and theater and, 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 you know, a little bit of TV film, uh, for a decent amount of time before that, but never had I been a part of something that was just so massive. And, um, you know, I, I don't consider myself a musical theater actor. I'm an actor first. I, I never really, you know, singing kind of came later, studying sing came later. So, you know, musicals are always kind of like an iffy place for me, but this musical is just so well written. It's just a place of such um, intelligence in how it's crafted. Um, Lynn is an amazing boss. Lynn really cares about the show and cares about the people in the show. Um, and so it was just like, I mean, it was a dream come true. I, I, there was, I, you know, I, I stayed there for four years, if that's any indication. There was, there was no time at which I was like, you know, I, uh, I was going to go anywhere. And I will say like, you know, I started as an understudy, um, and then kind of was able to kind of, I guess, quote unquote, rise in the ranks. Um, and really they're entrusting me to play Aaron Burr full time is what, I mean, that changed my career doors opened from there. 
both on the acting side and the writing side that I would never have been able to approach otherwise. So I really am so indebted to them. Um, and people, fans are, you know, the fans, I think was, is I'd say the, the third and final thing about it. The fan base for that show is just so, uh, like passionate and they take care of you. These fans, when I, when I first got this show, they sent me, I'm a huge cereal nerd. They sent me a like boxes upon box of cereal. In fact, somebody painted, I just got this. Somebody, somebody made this painting. Oh my God. So like, do you mean like it's, it's, it's just like this stuff that's just really beautiful. Um, and I just, I, I, I appreciate that you, you never feel alone. You never feel like, you, you know, these people, the fans of the show, of that show have your back. So I just really I, appreciate that stuff. I love that. And for those of you listening out there, maybe this will end up on our Instagram story as well. But uh, Nick just held up a painting of him as Aaron Burr, which is really cool. Uh, so hopefully y'all get to see that because that's really, really neat. The fans are like eager and fervent of Hamilton. Very so, fervent, very uh, fervent. Yeah, thank you for sharing that with us. So now you're an Ain't Too Proud, and, and I'll share something with you. Yesterday morning, I'm staying in downtown Brooklyn, and I went over to, to City Point. I had my coffee, and there was a gentleman there. It was early, like 8.39, sun was shining, and he had a loudspeaker, which I love about downtown Brooklyn. People still drag the loudspeakers around and like blast music. You know, you don't mm-hmm. see that much in Manhattan anymore. And um, and he was playing like The Temptations, loud, like Ain't Too Proud, um, and... Um, uh, my, my girl and like it was just like loud and good and so how does it feel like you know like channeling that telling that story on stage right now like what does that feel like for you it feels so good I mean first of all it just feels good to be back at it I think you know we've been away from it for so long but I will the thing I will say about this specific story um you know the story of the temptations is the story of so many things because it's not it is the music that we all know and love but it's you know it, it's not Jersey Boys, no, knocking Jersey Boys. Uh, Jersey Boys is an incredible show, right? But Jersey Boys is very much about their interpersonal struggles. But the end of the day, with Temptations, you have five young black men who are growing up during the Civil Rights Movement, and that is that is the story of our show. That's literally what it's about, you know. And I think our book writer Dominique Morso was very smart in that she wrote. She was like, "Yeah, these these people happen to be Temptations, but they were going through nation changing, um, you know, times." and really paying attention to that. So it, it really is an honor to carry for their legacy. It really is an honor. You know, I play Otis, who is the last surviving member of The Temptations, and the story is really his story. He narrates the whole thing. And it's it's really just an honor to kind of to kind of step into their shoes. And also, I will say, like, you know, going back to the music, the idea that we can do something that gives so many people joy, right? This music is music that, like, is just in every coffee shop and every cab it, it, everybody loves it it has stayed with us so when we sing these songs people's eyes light up and that you know separate from the kind of the sociopolitical uh weight of the show that is always a wonderful thing i love that and and i haven't uh caveat i have not seen the show yet and i really hope to come out and see it i would love to and and uh nick is gesturing me to come and see the show which yes, i will come see the show um, please i will and I love that it's set against the sociopolitical backdrop. And I think that's really interesting. And again, a contrast to some of the other shows about like, you know, the more about the interpersonal struggles of the bands. And as you mentioned the music, I mean, that story I related at the beginning, you know, sometimes we hear music in the background, like we're in a coffee shop, it just becomes part of like our life and our lexicon, or whatever. But when you hear it like loud and like in charge, you're like, whoa, whoa, this is actually like, like real like it's not just like something i hear in the background throughout my life 
Um, so that's one thing I would say I'd encourage you to go out and see Ain't Too Proud if you can, uh, yeah. if you're here in New York or visiting. Um, so guys, we're going to be right back to hear a little bit more from Nick, but first a message from our sponsors. Superfine Art Fair is the top art fair for connecting directly to the most exciting emerging artists in the world. And what's better, we're coming back to New York this fall with three consecutive in-person fairs from September 23rd to October 3rd. Learn more about how to apply as an artist at www.superfine.world. Limited quantity all-access passes go on sale on August 1st, so stay tuned to Superfine Art Fair on Instagram to get yours. We're back here with Nick Walker, who is in, you're in your dressing room, right, Nick? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's literally in his dressing room on Broadway, which is this perfect New York moment on this show. Uh, so, Nick, I want to ask you, I mean, as you know, you're a writer as well, you know, mm-hmm. is there a project that you're developing or something that you've developed that you want to talk about and tell our listeners about that you might have coming up? Yeah, you know, I've been very fortunate. It's like, like I said, you know, especially post-Hamilton, um, doors open. And that was something that's really cool. So what I will say is it's it's things that I can't. I, I can't necessarily give too much detail about yet, but I will tell you that uh, me and uh, another New York, another writing partner, Alex Brightman, have been talking to uh, uh, Warner Brothers about some really cool stuff. Um, um, and and then I also have a horror feature, two horror features uh, that I was able to complete over the pandemic that, that we're shopping around right now. And then uh, me and my other buddy, Jonathan Braylock, if you know uh, the show Astronomy Club on Netflix, um, we have uh, partnered together on a Western. So oh, wow. it's just, just a bunch of really kind of cool things that are just, you know, floating in the ether. And, and I, I, uh, I'm very excited to see what happens with them. Yeah. I love that. And I will keep tabs on you as well, because I want to see what happens. And I love that you're not tied into a genre because you've got horror, you've got Western, you've got everything kind of going at once. I think that's really cool. If I had a genre, I would say that it is genre. I, I, I will I will tell you that most of the stuff I write tends to be on the grittier side. Um, I love I just love dirty character. I love characters who who you know who who you'd be a little afraid to get a beer with. I'm just a huge fan of that. Um, you know, uh, and I, I love kind of you know if there's one kind of I think overarching theme to my writing, it's taking people who shouldn't be in a room together and putting them in a room together and shaking that room up really hard and seeing what happens. And, and that's, that's just kind of anywhere that I, that I go, but I, I've really been, again, very fortunate. Like I, I, I've been telling stories since I was a kid and, um, to be able to, you know, potentially, you know, open up that door of my career, uh, you know, is, is really, really, a, a blessing. So I'm very thankful. Well, we can't wait to keep up with you, Nick. What is the best way for our listeners to keep up with what you're doing on Instagram websites, things like that? Yeah, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm big. I'm cutting down my. Well, no, I won't say I'm cutting down my time because I, I've just, I've just segmented my time. I give myself 30 minutes in the morning on Instagram and Twitter, but I am like, I'm very active in those 30 minutes. So, um, Instagram and Twitter at Nikki Walks. That's N I K K Y W A L K S. Um, hit me up you know, whatever I'm, I'm, I'm always down to like conversate about, you know, story structure and nerdy things and anything. So I'm always there. Love it guys. This has been seven minutes in New York city with Nick Walker. Nick, it has been such a pleasure having you with us today. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. The pleasure was all mine. Everybody else. Remember anything can happen in a New York minute. And this has been seven minutes in New York city with Nick Walker.
We've also enjoyed being here with you today. Listen in every day, seven days a week for more of our conversations with the movers, shakers, and culture makers of the city that never sleeps. Follow us on Instagram at 7MinutesNYC and be sure to post or story anytime you're listening. You can find us online at 7MinutesIn.NYC or 7MinutesNYC.com. We highly encourage you to get on our mailing list for all kinds of fun New York offers. We also send out the weekly schedule of guests every Sunday, so that can help as well. If you're enjoying the show, we'd also appreciate it if you could leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or on your preferred listening platform. That helps other listeners just like you find 7 Minutes in NYC and enjoy our guests' amazing stories. Until next time, New Yorkers and Globetrotters, get out there and make today count.